said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. I Other things we believe, there's a whole lot of work We should roll up our sleeves and we gotta hold firm When faithful's like conceiving Why doubt your plans, cause it's all worth believing We can make it work, do believe that Leave mistrust in the dust and believe that We can achieve tact by tuning out negative feedback Naysayers can hate, we concentrate to bring belief back Into ourselves, into the world, into the rap game When she's a miserable, the music motion leaving mics maimed Man, look, we hold it now for the truth But we alone in the loop, we gon' hold for the proof Man, put it in, believe it, believe Believing, believing, seeing ain't believing, it's the feeling that we need. Believe in each other, put the question to the system. They promise in returns, then question what you're getting. We should believe in the reasons we exist in. Time for renaissance to reawaken what is within. Believe, kick, affirm, make it is what it isn't. Sometimes I wish I had belief when I didn't. Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jerge, aka Life As I See It, episode 177. Uh, we got the homie Woozy, aka Bad Lungs, in the building. Um, shouts to the whole squad. Shouts to Rico Key. Shouts to Gert. Shouts to C. Um, and of course, make sure that everybody listening, if it is your first time, or if it's not your first time, you should be subscribed. And if you aren't, make sure y'all subscribe on Apple on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure y'all check all visual content on our YouTube. Hit that like, hit that subscribe button, as well as our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. Um, so I kind of want to approach things a little bit different today because I really want to just get into a music conversation. Um, and we were having a little conversation off mic as well, but, um, I'm starting here because I was having a conversation with one of my mans over the weekend and I was discussing, or we were discussing the topic of how music is or has been devalued over time. So we're in a streaming era now where what is the math rules? It's like 1500 streams equals one sale, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that, right? Yeah. Like 1,500 streams, for those who may not know, 1,500 streams of your song on whatever platform is equivalent to going into a record store back in the day and buying a CD and, or not, no, excuse me, not even buying a CD. One sale, like one, oh, it, it is buying a CD, right? One album sale, right? It's one album sale? I think it's one I album be, sale. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's, one, it's one album sale. So imagine that. And then 150 streams of one song, like, Buying one song, I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, fifteen hundred is the number though. I don't, I don't know right, if it's per right. a song purchase or album purchase, but yeah. So just imagine that, right? Like that number's crazy. Um, we talk about it often. Like, who the hell came up? Who's on the committee that decided like this number was going to give you X? Like, who do like what? But we then learned that the record companies are in bed with the streaming service. And they all making money together. And at the end of the day, 
they screwing over the artists, right? Like that's that's what it is. And it was just crazy to me because part of how we got there was he was taking the position of um, when these artists sell their music catalogs, he was taking the ownership side. Like, well, why would you sell it instead of continuing to own it? It's worth X amount of dollars, da 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 da. And I was on the side of, well, the music, the value of the music, and I'm not saying from a personal perspective, but the value of the music isn't the same in the marketplace anymore. And, you know what I'm saying? I don't think we really fully, you know, we both kind of stayed on each side of our argument, but I want to bring that here to you, Wolves, and being an artist and understanding music and the music business, because that is two different things. Um, your perspective, do you feel or do you agree that music has been devalued over time? And then if so, what do you see as some of the reasons why? Well, uh, let me first state by it depends what like where where you fall on the on the mute because it's mad different levels, it's mad different sectors, it's mad different genres. Every genre is not doing, you know what I mean. Some genres right, are doing right, better right. than others. Some artists are doing better than others, and some regions and demographics are doing better than others. That, that's that's very true. As a whole, right? I'm gonna just talk for hip hop because that's all really all I know. As far as number wise, shit. And it, numbers wise, it's back to like the good old days, so to speak. Numbers wise, right? Now, value. You say good old days? Are you saying like, <laughs> like the music business version of "Make America Great Again"? Or what are you saying? Or like, are you being sarcastic and saying that? Are you literally meaning the good old days? Nah, from what the from what the it's it's like a it's like a survey or something to that nature where they show like how the what the music business generated this year or and then they break it down decades stuff like that and they compare other years or whatever and then this this time we in right now has been pretty pretty good as if it was the days you know when you heard the stories people like yo I, my budget was like five hundred thousand. 800,000, uh, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So those days, so the music business in a whole has generated that 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 money that where people called the good old days. Now the value, right? Because we're talking about the value. The value has shifted because of streaming. Let's let's just keep it keep it keep it authentic, right? Streaming has shifted the value, but it's it's bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't want to say conflated, but it's bad weird how they get the money because it's a lot of artists complaining, saying they ain't getting no money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. They saying they gotta. They they talk 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 about music as if it's a loss leader, so to speak, right? To do other things and to like, you know, I mean, to step and stone and get to really to get to the bag and do something else, but. The, the value is just spread. Like, I think more sinks is getting to the money more than, like, the actual sales or putting up the now stream. explain what you're saying when you're saying sinks. Sinks is, like, when the music gets licensed by, like, let's say a movie, Creed Three, for instance. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know that um, TDE did the um, first um, Wakanda, right? They did the soundtrack R to that Black one. Pat right, right, right. You know, stuff like that. You see what 50 doing with the whole, he, he any thing he's involved in um, television wise you best believe it's gonna be a motherfucking 
and it's charting like yeah. you know, the theme song the power like you know it, it, it charted or whatever like you still yeah. receive revenue streams for that in a separate uh realm and yeah i mean that's licensing that's syncing yeah uh-huh we got the voiceovers we got all kind of stuff and it's not see I would say like in the nineties, early two thousands, the money was up front, meaning like there was a lot of deals being cut up front. And then it was always harboring on the first week sales, the first month sales, stuff like that. I think stuff that's good now, no matter what, even if it's a, a, a well-known, highly anticipated artist, it's more of a long-term game and a catalog game right now. So the more work you keep feet putting out and, the more, the more, the more. That's why they sell. I think that's why they get into the. You'll start seeing people sell their catalogs now because they don't want to wait. It's just a matter of them not waiting. They don't want to wait. They want to get the bread right now. Yeah. Um, and. Well, before I go there, I want to kind of respond to something you said. So you were saying that. Well, first of all, so to answer your question, I okay. see it both ways. Basically, what I'm saying, like I see, like it depends. Like I said, always oh, depends where you fall. It depends where you fall at. Like if you're just the artist, it's kind of tough unless you own everything you you releasing. You feel what I'm saying? Because the artist really gets his bread from either whatever advance or deal he got going on, however he whipped that up, and then what 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 um what he gonna get per show and then his endorsements and et cetera. You feel what I'm saying? That's really where his bread come from. He don't even I mean of course he gonna put his best foot forward, you would hope so, to make a dope album or put out some good content, but he's not like on some analytic looking at the numbers because he ain't gonna eat off that number anyway. Well I wanna say this. You mentioned how different uh genres might determine how much money we're actually speaking about when we're talking about the success and you know yeah the success of the, the artist the record etc right that's what you said yeah yeah for sure all right so i look at a, a dj dj what's his name diplo diplo just sold his catalog right for i don't know nine figures right and I feel like he's one of the most popular DJs in the world. His genre, his bag is probably more club, EDM, um, pop, uh, you know, not necessarily our bag because we hip hop kids. And that seems that sees great success. So granted, anytime we talk about the top of the top, we always mention in the exceptions to the rules, the anomalies or whatever. But as a whole, what I gather by what you said is, for one, there's a lot more ways that you can make money with music. You don't have to just make a record to get on the radio to, to sell and be successful. You can sync with movies and television shows and all these different opportunities um, you know, that, that have been created by way of the internet, technology, et cetera. But if we circle back to the music business and we circle back to the record industry, the record industry has never been a fair industry across any genre. Like it's always been 
I take all or most and you get crumbs, if any. Like, that's always been the game. Yeah, there were pockets in hip-hop or there were pockets in other genres in time where it was just a super influx of money and everybody was winning. But it was still your Michael Jacksons that was really doing the, you know what I'm saying, really holding shit down. It was like certain artists that were like at the top that were still pouring in money for themselves more than the actual artists. So I feel like now, because of technology and because of streaming and because it was a new thing that was introduced on the fly, I think them coming up with a number like 1,500 streams equals one sale. Like them coming up with different structures was a way to say, all right, this is uncharted territory. Let's find a new way to fuck the artists and not really treat the music as valuable. For example, we have streaming services now. So for $13.99, $12.99, $8.99, $15, whatever it is, you can get 40,000 songs from all genres, all different times. If you think about it, that is cheating the artists in the most major of ways possible because how the hell is everybody going to get their equal share? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy that that is something that's even introduced, but it's convenient. We love it. I got it. You got it. We all use it. So I think from a consumer standpoint, we don't value it the same because people's attention span isn't as long. They're not listening to entire albums or long songs on albums or a lot of songs on an album. Like, People listening to one joint, two joints, and that's it. Like, nobody's sitting down, and a lot of times we can make the argument, people not making cohesive pro uh, pro uh, projects the way that they used to. You know what I'm saying? There's mad different ways you could look at it, but my point of it not being valuable the way that it once was, I think, is because of all of the reasons I just named. Yeah, I mean, the, the one... The one definitive thing that that devalued it or maybe what you said you use your stance is that it's devalued as it once was right it's devalued as it once was um by the masses and by the powers that be that decide the different parameters because they've found a new way to fuck you out of your money and they're getting more and more rich while you see more and more pennies. So it's like, you're going to have to work four times as hard to get what you would have gotten 20 years ago because everything has changed. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. If that makes sense. Yeah. And to make a long story short, it's the tangibility of it, right? It took, they, they yes. for the most part, yes. took away yes. the tangibility of music. So that if, that in turn made it, you know, we the artists had to find multiple ways to get it. And um on the flip side though, the labels that still that's that's still alive, it's more money for them. See, it's weird because like when you started getting like the budgets and how they structure the deals and all that, it's it's mind boggling to even break down like a typical fair, quote unquote, fair record deal, right? Yes, it's, it's wild. <laughs> it's some wild shit. Yeah. So that in itself, right there, is, is great. But when there's no inventory and the inventory is like infinite, then like, and you, I don't know, it's, it's, it starts becoming, you know what I mean? Because let's be clear, like the day you talk about, you had to go buy the CD, 
first of all, they had to print up a certain amount for you to do a certain amount. Right. If they thought you was going to do a certain amount. If they thought you was going to do a certain amount based on the real buzz that you got from real shows and real whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because not to, not to cut your wisdom, but even talking about the music business in the record industry, and we talk about a company like an RCA. Like Columbia Records was the first record label ever, but then RCA became the second record label ever. And uh-huh. it's still for uh, what? Radio, RCA, radio, commercial. Hold on, uh, let me get it. Association. Right. <laughs> association, right? Come on now. Bring it home. <laughs> bring it home. <laughs> he said, bring it home. Uh, it was, hold on, I'm about to tell you right now. Racks, Cats, and Axe. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Corporation of America. That's what RCA stood for. All right. Right? So the Radio Corporation of, uh, of America, and they were the world's largest manufacturers of phonographs. So uh-huh. a phonograph is known as a gramophone. A gramophone is another word for a vinyl record. So it was like a storage. It was science, Right. The, the vinyl record stored the sound in a way that spun on a disc, and that's how we consume music from the beginning of consuming music. And if we look at radio, we look at radio's job is programming, right? So if we look at the music industry and people say all of the time, oh, they only play, they only want to push this certain type of artists or this certain type of music or messaging or whatever, it's like, I right, well, yeah, because this is what it was since its inception, and they're consistent in their branding. And it's a it's a it's a formula that works. You can like it, love it, hate it, but it's gonna work, and that's what it is. Yeah, so R- it, it gets R- beat. RCA was in the music business, so to speak, to sell radios. And iTunes is in the music business to sell whatever the fuck Apple want to sell, goddamn, at this point. <laughs> yeah, at this point, because they're going. Crazy. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazon, same thing. Amazon got a streaming service too. Amazon Prime, Amazon this, Amazon. So that's the tangibility for them. That, that's what I'm saying. The tangi- They took the tangibility away for the artists. All the artists really have tangible wise is like if they're gonna if they're gonna supply their their fans with the stuff. The label's really not it's live very shows, rare. live shows, live shows. Performance aspect is something that you can't well you can quantify, but you can't cap because there is no cap. Because the more that you offer based on the quality of music in combination with a good show, a good performance, in combination with merch and things that you can sell and and Mm -hmm. ways to just have your brand ingratiated with society or your audience, that makes you bigger. And that, you know, takes things to whatever level. So it's all, that part will never die because music is the universal language. So people feel it, no matter what language you speak, no matter where you're from in the world, everybody responds to whatever music touches them in whatever way. You know what I'm saying? Like they respond to it because you can't deny that vibration. It is what it is. So the live show aspect is, I think, what people 
should understand or grow to understand as an element of creation that you can't ignore. Like you can't ignore the performance aspect. Like you in the studio and you are performing it, but no, (laughs) no, it can't stop there. It cannot stop there. It cannot stop there. And speaking of, right, not to, you know, whatever, but, um, by the way, um, Bad Lungs, AKA Woozy Vegas is working out there. So round of applause for that, for him, for you, you know what I'm saying? Because you're working, you're working. You know what I'm saying? It's constant music. It's constant content. Y'all can go. It's right in your phone. All you got to do is type it in. Whatever you use, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You use Spotify. You use Tidal. You use Apple Music. It's up there. Guaranteed. And it's on the IG. Um, So definitely tap into that. But what I want to ask you is the performance aspect. I mean, we perform together. Um doing shows and being a live performer, do you have any shows that you're looking to maybe do in the near future? Is the performance, um, you know, kind of talk about that aspect a little bit um, just for yourself and, and what you want, how you see it, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, hitting the stage is one of my favorite elements of this whole thing of ours, but um, I ain't gonna lie, still, the, the, the performance thing is still it's still not in full swing yet since uh since the pandemic. Certain things still not happen. I mean, of course you got some events coming, but I'm talking about for for the unsigned and underground and whatever you want to call the shit. It's still still like, you know what I mean? It's still a mystery to get get to certain spots. But they starting to open stuff yeah. up. I know South by Southwest about to if it ain't started, I think it, they did. They, they joined already, right? Yeah, they did. Uh, it's coming out real soon. If yeah, it's about to come. I know Rolling Loud just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's some shit. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Stay here, you know I mean? Ain't nothing to tell you about. It come when it come. I don't got nothing lined up right now as of today. Right, right, right. That could change in like two hours, 24 hours, whatever. But that, that ain't nothing. Nah, nah, that's a fact. Nah, I mean, you know, like I said, not to <laughs> put your shit out there, but, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, right there? <laughs> In that bag, right there. <laughs> Where, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's kind of that on, on, on music. But uh, like I said, I see a lot of people selling their catalog. And it's in terms of what side of the fence you fall on that, do you see it as, hey, fuck it, cash in, you know, make your bread and make it do what it do? Or do you think that certain people should wait? Or like, how do you see that? Or do you not, you know, see it one way or the other? It depends, man. Like... <sighs> Cause I don't really we see the we see the headlines, so the headlines are only gonna tell you what they sold and the number. But the actual intricacies of the deal, we don't know. We don't know if they sold half of it, percentage of it, or when it hit this number, it reverts back. Or right. do I still stay? Yeah. You got it's this good part. for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Good for y'all. You sold it. You made your whatever. Congratulations. Hope you all, uh. All I, <laughs> hope all you all have I, fun. All I, <laughs> All I can tell you is that 
the people who buy it, they they got the bread to buy it, right? Oh, oh man, that's, that's see, that's really the bigger play. If you follow the money, like that's what I'm saying. Something's something's happening. Something is there. It's a it's a sign when your biggest artists in the world are selling their catalogs for nine figures at a time. Two hundred million here, two hundred million there, hundred there, seventy there, five hundred here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot. Well, that 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 whoever's buying the music, right? They playing the long game. Like I'm talking about, they are playing the game for the forever like, game. They playing yeah. the forever game. Yeah, and the people, forever game. the artists who selling it at this point, they either done with music or they about to be done with music, or the number was so crazy that like, y'all gonna give me what for what? You could take all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? You talk about some shit that I ain't even. Cause let's be right. clear, man. Like, come on, dog. We're not talking about buying the Isley brothers or like buying the motherfucking whispers. We talking about buying some shit that a nigga in his bedroom made. You know what I'm saying? A nigga that went to the next well, bedroom. Well, in rap. fairness, right? In fairness, I want to talk about two catalogs. One is Dr. Dre and selling the chronic, and two was Lil Wayne and selling his. I don't even want to be misinformed, but I don't know if he sold his publishing or his masters or his catalog or he sold something big and major. So those those ain't two chump catalogs, right? So it's like I, I was thinking more QC. That's what I was talking to more. Yeah, no, nah, I'm talking about the, the 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 top dogs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Wayne's catalog, Dr. Dre's catalog, or the chronic in itself, we're talking about, you know, major players and just in hip hop. So um again, I mean, I, mean, I don't I know. I can understand Dre, that nigga still doing detox. So I will <laughs> give something while he keep working on that motherfucker. But um yeah. Wayne, yeah, I don't know. I don't really Is it cash money or you show a little Wayne himself? Well, I guess it would it's all the same shit. No, it's not all the same shit now. That's what it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not all the same shit. So I this is really what happened. Really Little Wayne oh. sold his masters to Universal Music Group for a hundred million dollars. Well, he signed the Universal Music Group. So well, at least that's where all the cash money shit came from. Listen, man. Little Wayne, hold on. Little Wayne reportedly sold Young Money catalog along with his masters. <laughs> oh, okay. See, there you go. Young Money. Yeah, Young Money, I can understand. Along with his masters, along with his masters for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, Young Money. I, I don't see Birdman giving that doing that. Uh, young Money. Yeah, I understand that. So that means yeah. they got all he that. About to give money. up the block is hot. <laughs> I can't see Birdman. I think it don't even be wanting to give up a milli. You think he about to give up? <laughs> He ain't, to, yeah, he ain't about to give up bling bling. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, the 2000, he ain't giving that back. Oh, no. 
Oh no. Hell no. Crazy. Damn, Birdman. It's just that was a Birdman. Getting that money up front, doing whatever they want. They like, yo, look here, man. By the time this music generate that much, I won't be here, goddamn. Right. So I'd rather so get my as well. and, <laughs> and do some other shit with it. And uh-huh. I'll be all right. My, my, my predecessors have figured out. Yeah. <laughs> Word up. You can you can figure a lot you can figure a lot out 200 up. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can figure a whole lot out with 200 from the start from day 1 2 Yeah. Yeah, we it, can figure it, it out. Good looking pops, granddad. No, no, the only reason it's alarming is because one everybody's selling, two nobody knows the end game. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody can really tell you definitively, like, yo, this is why they buying all the music. We just assume it at this point. But well, the nigga who's how, buying it, yeah, they know why they buying. For sure. <laughs> and so they working in concert. Talking. And they well, they really competing, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, damn, you just got Wayne. Nah, I gotta get fucking <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just got see. Like, well, I just got Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> you know to to bring like Snoop that. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um, so it's an interesting conversation. It's an interesting conversation. Um, and it's a lot we don't know, but I definitely have kind of been paying attention to it because it's something going on. <laughs> something in the water, no pun intended. Michelle to Pharrell, though. Um, now, let's get to <laughs> let's get to the to the John Morant news, man. Let's get to the John Morant news because Zaza Zaza Morant Zaza John Morant. Um, I like John Morant. Like, who doesn't? Like, he's nice. We understand what he does on the basketball court. Like, he's amazing. Um, and one of my favorite players and one of a lot of people's favorite players. But some been wilding. Some been wilding lately. Like, he really has been <laughs> loose with it, pause, for no reason, in my opinion. Like, the whole uh, him having a gun on his IG um wasn't he traveling with the team at the time like that he uh yeah that's what that, 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 that's the whole come on bro i mean um come on bro what could like told, what i could have told y'all no i mean i'm lost for words got that on the, with the team. you travel what are you doing what's going on yo First of all, like, yeah, he ain't even hold the he ain't even hold the hammer right. He didn't it have was that like yeah, that was nasty. That was the nastiest part. Like, what are you doing? Nah, that yeah. was nasty. Nah, nah, like, nah, that was nasty. That was nasty, bro. Yeah, that's like a, <laughs> a wet washcloth. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even look intimidated with that shit. But um, sure. and so he's it's over. He over for the season. That's what they saying. No, 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 no. So what the 
What does that mean? Indefinitely means there's no definitive timetable or time. Yeah, timetable on how long you'll be out. Originally, they said three days, two games. games, No, they said at least two games. Um, and they were saying that you know that doesn't mean that it'll stop at two, but it'll at least be for two games. Um, I can't remember if it was the GM or the coach, but it was the coach he was saying you know Jai has to you know <laughs> figure some things out and he you know got to take some time to you know be held accountable and um i thought that that's was the right thing to say um it is important to say just in general look man we understand like being young and wilding right and everybody's young and wilding is different and i'm not shooting them bail because at some point you have to grow up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta be more responsible. Like you can't do certain things. Like you're going wild, I right. and like I said, everybody's wild is different. But in my opinion, this level of wild from him, in my opinion, is a little too wild because you risking what you risking a lot for what? Like that's kind of the question. Like you doing a lot for what? People saying Oh, he not really like that. I don't know what he is or what he ain't. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is the fact that you hot right now, you keep doing shit, and it's self-inflicted, and why? You know what I'm saying? And why? That's that's my thing. You know, at the end of the day, grown men going to do what they do. Young, old, or indifferent. Grown men going to do what they're going to do. And he's a grown man. Be it a young man, he's still a grown man. So, you know, you got to be held accountable for, or you got to deal with the consequences of your actions, right? We all do. So I think him being suspended is necessary because you can't do that. (laughs) However long, I don't think it's going to be incredibly long, but I don't know if you saw this, and I don't know if you think people getting too deep with it, but they said Nike stood by John Morant and didn't drop him, didn't, you know, say that they were ending their relationship with him. And John Morant was on some ignorant street shit, guns, whatever. But Kyrie tried to educate his people and was immediately dropped and, you know, tried to be silenced, et cetera, et cetera. Did you see that? Yeah, I see that meme flowing. You think it's... Looking too deep, you think is what you think? I think it's meme culture. Of course, me, you know what I mean? They always gonna do that now. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any correlation. You know what I'm saying? Um let's be clear, John John Morant is really getting the suspension for like the add-ons as well. You know what I mean? That's the what I'm saying. It's the, it's the, it's the with, the, with, the, with the friends, and then supposedly he beat somebody up last week, and now they're traveling, and you just happen to be on IG Live, and you ain't even supposed to travel with that. Nah, nah, nah. So it's not necessarily the hammer. It's all the actions that come along with it. Because in America, you have the right to bear arms, right? And in certain states, you have the right, right to carry. But, but, but that's not... That's not what we're dealing with here. (laughs) 
I know, I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's, uh, yeah. Everybody's looking. I'm saying, like, the narrow-minded people say, oh, he has a gun. I'm like, yo, bro, gun. Like, so motherfucker, like, I could see a senator with his family on the weekend just holding motherfucking musket, and that's cool, too. Like, just smiling <laughs> with the musket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not what the problem is. The problem is, is like all the actions that and I mean, all the stuff that happened before that, and then he not supposed to have a hammer where he at. Is what exactly. I'm saying. That's, that's, that's why. What I'm saying. That's the problem. It's the culmination plus you wilding with it where you at and on the internet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. bro. We can't jack that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's old. That, yeah, that's, that's OD, son. Yeah. That's OD. But that's, that's why that's why I said the Kyrie and his thing, because they made it seem like because he had a gun, he should be suspended from Nike. And they're trying to make it the same, but it's not. Right, right, right. I get it. Yeah. But I understand, I understand what they're saying. Like, let's be clear, the Kyrie shit was like they they definitely once one motherfucker said, all right, da da da, then everybody just fell in line. So we already know what that was about. Right. And then he just happened to get caught up with I don't know how, but he got caught up with the with the Yeezy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got swept yeah. in there with that. So that's how that went down. But yeah, John, John. I don't know. It's gonna be hard to talk to that, talk to him anyway, because what he making like two hundred M's? What's his what's his He's going crazy? He matched out. It's something. Let's call it that, sure. Plus the Nike deal, nah, he going crazy. Right and now. Power A. See, nah, he uh, he he's out of this world. Bro, but, this... but but what I'm what I will say is, all of those people are invested in him, right? That's clear. Um, I I do think that you can't move like you invincible, because you ain't done enough to garner that type of grace, because they've you know, gotten rid of more for less. You know what I'm saying? So you can't move like you're invincible. You know what I'm saying? Be yourself, do you, do what it is that you do. People gonna understand, people not gonna understand, whatever that is, cool, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you move with a certain level of arrogance, they coming. And you can't be ignorant to that. You gotta know that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta know that. So if you're gonna play that game, be sure that you prepare for what it could what it could turn out or how it could turn out. And in my opinion, again, it's just my opinion, why even go through all of that? Like you up, up, you young, it's up, it's lit. Rock out, have fun. Cause now you gotta also know that even if you want a straight and narrow, they on you. <laughs> they on you. For that. They on your ass. Super fast. So and That's just kind of my take on that one. I'll draw Morant's pops. Nigga, I'll be done uh, two pieces ass. I'll be done squared up with it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Shit get crazy. Um. So yeah. Um. Now, last week we mentioned the Chris Rock stand up that he had just came out with on Netflix called Selective Outrage. Um, I watched it. I watched it live. I didn't toggle. <laughs> I ain't had to toggle, but toggle. uh, you say so you wasn't toggling? Nah, I, I it wasn't tea time. <laughs> 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 I 
Tardy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why was we going so crazy with the tease, son? Damn, we went crazy with the tease, yo. What's the biggest white tea you ever you ever bought, yo? Man, listen, bro. <laughs> the unspeakable. Niggas was out here looking like we ain't gonna never. He said, "Don't ever ask me nothing about." <laughs> Where niggas was out here looking like angels. <laughs> in the infield. Angels in the infield. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, you see, yeah. was white teams and air forces with a little bit of jeans somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of jeans. <laughs> Funny as hell. Nigga said a little bit. <laughs> a little bit of jeans. Nah, that's a fact, yo. That's a super fact. Like, why was niggas teased past their knees, yo? Yo, past your knees is crazy. Your knees is crazy, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> OD. Yo. Yo, what was your what was your uh your mom's or your pops was it saying nothing to you? <laughs> nah, my dad was funny as hell. Oh uh, yo, how do y'all like do y'all niggas run in this shit? Like what do y'all how y'all move? <laughs> y'all niggas just be walking, you got it. There's only one, one speed with the shit y'all got on. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> oh shit, yo. Word. That's not funny, yo. Seriously, though. You know how crazy he had to be looking at us, yo? <laughs> Yo, they had to be, yo, we had to be looking crazy. <laughs> damn. Damn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yep, in my white tee. That's funny. Um, Damn, what was he saying, though? Oh, <laughs> uh, Chris Rock. Oh, yeah, the Chris Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that in the title. Um, yeah, so I watched it. Um, And... All right, so it was an hour. The first 30 minutes was like new material. And the reason why I say that is because I saw Chris Rock live when he came to Atlanta last summer. And the last, i say like 25 minutes or so, minus the little Will Smith stuff that he said, that was part of his, part of the set that I saw him do last summer. But, um... I think that I don't think it was bad. <clears throat> Let me say that. I don't think it was bad. Um, but I do think that it wasn't great. Like it wasn't terrible and it wasn't great. Like it was I. It was I. It had funny parts. Um, the part that everybody talking about is the Will Smith shit, of course. Um woo, did you see that clip? You saw that clip? Uh, or what he was saying about Will Smith or whatever he was saying. And uh, I think I put it in the chat. Yeah, yeah, the clip. Yeah, I definitely saw the clip. I ain't see the thing because, well, you know what I mean? This new fucking go live Netflix shit. 
Got a little different on my side, baby. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't up. Let's just say I ain't up to date, Jake. <laughs> got a lot, I got a lot of things. <laughs> I got a lot of free skis going on over here. So a lot of my, a lot of my devices wasn't uh, compatible. Wasn't so, yeah, <laughs> compatible, so to speak. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I've seen, seen the clip. I've seen the clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what was your take on the, the the clip that you saw? Yeah, I mean that's rock. That's his. That's his. That's his. That's his formula right there. I mean that the. So you saying it wasn't enough doing? to go off or to say nothing? It wasn't enough for me to give a, a opinion on whether it was dope or not. The whole or not. Right, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, Because right, right. I, yeah. I, I hear people saying they love it. It's dope. I mean, I love it. I guess if you like Chris Rock, you like him. And if you don't, you don't. And if you fall in the middle, it is what it is. But I'm hearing, like, either they liked it or they hated it. I'm not hearing nobody just say, oh, it was all right. I know you. That's what you're saying, but I'm saying from right. what I'm seeing, like on my timeline, they going and say, "Yo, this joint dope," or they like, "Yo, I ain't uh, the same it." <laughs> yeah, like I don't. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Like I don't really feel like I'm definitely in the middle, and I, I guess part of part of me being in the middle is the fact that I saw him last year, and I some of that material, like you know, what I'm saying, was part of this show. So it was, you know, it's comedy, right? So right. yeah, you can hear a joke twice or whatever, but it's not the same as when you hear it the first time. So I came on here last year after I saw him and I told you, I said, yo, his shit was dope. And if he do that, like the special is going to be dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, the parts that um, he did again, I liked, you know what I'm saying? But it was part of, I knew the joke was coming up. I remember he said it. You know what I'm saying? Because he pretty much did it the same way for the most part. You know, so it was like, all right, the element of surprise was gone after like the first 30 minutes or so. So that's kind of also lends to me saying it was all right. Um, but I well, would say me, I liked that. About, let me ask you this. If you were, if you hadn't saw or if you hadn't gone to one of his, his um, stand-ups and you ain't know none of the jokes, would it have been better for you to go around this experience? Uh, if this was my first introduction to him, I think I might have, I, I could have been underwhelmed, especially if I, if I don't understand his style of comedy, because his style of comedy is kind of the same. He got his own genius, but everything is racial. Um, <clears throat> it's racial is, I wouldn't say classism, but definitely racial, definitely a lot of black and white, um, jokes. And this, um, he kind of incorporated his kids a little bit. But he still talked about like that. That's why I said like classism. Like he kind of talked about just having money, but you know, being from Brooklyn a little bit. Like I don't know. I don't think if it was my first time seeing him that I would have been blown away. To answer your question, I don't think I would have been blown away. Okay, that's pretty much what people say. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, if you compare it to, you know, Never Scared, Bigger and Blacker. Like those joints, like that, those is funny. You know what I'm saying? Those is funny. Um, I will, I will um, tell you this, though. You watch the Chris Rock show, I mean, the Chris Rock joint, and then watch the Marlin joint right after it. Ooh-wee. Marlin got one, too. 
Oh God, no, I know he got one, but what you saying about Marlon? His shit trash. Nigga, that shit all about them. <laughs> all about the whole whole, whole stand up is about Jada Pickett, Will Smith, and Chris Rock. Nah, that's crazy. You see, so Somebody, you saw that one? Yeah, I saw that one because my my devices work for that. <laughs> nigga said, <laughs> nigga said it's all about them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. Nah, the way he whipped it up though was dope. I ain't so gonna I, cause I, I actually I heard I, I I haven't heard much, but what I have heard or seen, uh, people said that they really enjoyed this this Marlon stand up. You would agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree. He lined it up. He, he, What's the he name took of it? The, you know the name of it? Uh, God loves me, or God still loves me, or so. Yeah, it's on what? What that's on? That's on HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, I about to say I saw that somewhere. Okay, all right, all right. Where? Um, but what you was about to say though? Nah, he's just you know what I mean. More seasoned. I mean, uh, the timing, the way he he walk walk. I mean, he walk you through it like how Dave would have walked you through something. Of course, I'm not comparing him to Dave, but he. Of course, of course. Do you yeah. think Marlon Wayne's? So, all right, let me ask you this: Is this your the best stand-up you ever seen from Marlon Wayne? Uh, yeah, I could say that absolutely. Um, and I will probably, yeah. but because like he don't really do, he don't really got shit. He got the last shit he did was super trash. Yeah, so like, you, yeah, so then yeah, you gotta see it because he explains it. He explains. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm always down to laugh. Like you the know reason why I like I'm it always. because 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 again, he has he has. This is dope because he walks you through some, and then it's jokes within the walkthrough. You feel what I'm saying? I don't want to give it got too you, much, but you. he's walking. Yeah, I say less, through, say less, like, say less. You know say less. Yeah, less. yeah. So there you go. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fuck with it. I'm a fuck with it. And then yeah, and then you tell it. me what you think. Me personally, I liked it. I watched it with Whitey. We was chuckling, doing what we do, mm-hmm. and yeah, we we gave it a thumbs up. Cool, cool. Um, all right, cool. Also, if we, you know, just keeping the TV or whatever, bro. You are you up to date on your honor, bro? I was just watching that before I got on. on I ain't see the eighteen yet. I just saw when um the little homie, the me little homie, passed away off off the young. Crazy, yeah. You got to keep going, bro. You yeah, I ain't see that. I know you will, but yeah, it's now nah, you got two more. After I mean, that. but you go ahead. I ain't no sport. I don't do care no, about no, no, no. No, no, no. It's just, I'm, I mean, it's fire. <laughs> That's yeah. all. Your honor. Yeah. It comes on Showtime. If you had never heard of it, if you ain't been paying attention, whatever. Your honor. It's a super fire show. It's on Showtime. You got to watch it. It's dope. It's written well. It stays in New Orleans. It's some ill shit, right? And the way that they write it with all the twisted turns and yeah, man. It's super dope. Um, they doing their thing with this season. Is it safe to say it's the hardest show out right now? It's the most is thorough. It? It's the most thorough. 
okay, and if not, what other shows, like, what's what what shows is, like, neck and neck, or what shows is, like, better, or competing with it, whatever, what, in your I don't opinion? think nothing, I don't think nothing's on that level that's on television right now. Uh, now, I, I don't watch, I don't watch everything. Do you watch Mayor Kingstown? No. And you know what's crazy? I, I told y'all I about that when it was about to come out. And I was like, yo, yeah, you did. To- you know what's it? So you know what's ill? I think, yeah, you did say that. I think we watched, like, maybe one episode. And it was good, but, you know, it wasn't enough. Um, And I just never went back. But I hear it's great. I hear that that's great. I don't know no character names. I don't know nothing. But what I saw was dope. And, um, yeah, I hear that's real good. But I can't speak to it. So I don't think nothing else that I watch... Godfather Harlem is not fucking with this. Um, now, what I will say, did you see any of Snowfall since it came back on? No. Okay. I actually, I was chilling all weekend, right? So, um, I caught up on Snowfall. It's three episodes in. Snowfall is dope. Snowfall is dope. Yeah, Snowfall is dope for you, yep. Yeah, Snowfall is dope. It's good. I like it. But it's not like better it. than your honor, is it? No. That's what you're saying? Okay. No. 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 No, it is not. <laughs> no, yeah, it is not. Wanna, I try, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm, I want to say your honor, the hardest. Well, yeah, I'll go with you. You said most thorough. So I, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll stick to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's that's why I say thorough, because it's throwing and through. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a story, and this is the story, and this is what's happening, and this is exactly what would happen. And oh shit, I never thought that would happen, but I could see that happening. And oh, like, yeah. Like that, yeah. Showtime, man. Yo, Showtime is the sleeper of cable. Honestly. Showtime yeah, is the good. sleeper of cable. Cause they, they they still in HBO shadow. Yeah, and then not HBO, not quite. <laughs> HBO got a little bit more, but but Showtime man, historically though, they always gave you some dope shit. Um, you got uh, Homeland, you got Dexter. You ever watched Dexter? Yeah, of course. Dexter was a big deal. Uh, of course, already, billions. You already know, Ooh. yeah. Ray yeah, Donovan. Yeah. Ray Donovan. Um, Shameless. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, Chicago, the shop. I mean, my bad. I said Chicago, the shop. Yeah, yeah. That shit. That shit got so trash. You had to say the whole name. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> I thought thinking about Will Latifah. I know, I know. <laughs> that nigga's like this nigga talking about mama lady. <laughs> Word up. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they definitely they definitely pump out some shows. And your honor is another another one of those. Um but yeah, Snowfall's good. Snowfall was good. Um, I was happy to, you know, I was happy that it was good because last season was super duper trash. 
And uh, but this is dope. This is dope. Um, let me see what else. Now, have you been watching basketball? No, nah, not really. Not since the mean- All Star shit. Well, I know the Knicks winning a lot, goddamn. Yeah, that's why I was going. Like, I haven't been watching it, right? So, full transparency. I haven't been watching it. I've just been, yeah, I haven't been watching it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I did see, you know, you see the highlights or whatever, and I do see um, the Knicks actually making some noise. And the Knicks been decent all season from what I've been seeing. Like, you know, like, it's not like they just came out of nowhere. But this nine-game winning streak that they're on is something to pay attention to. It's something to pay attention to. Um, Jalen Brunson has been doing his thing. I've always loved Julius Randle. Um, and I'm not a Knicks fan. But, um, you know, shout-out to the Knicks. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's hard being a Knicks fan. So when you see certain teams that's winning, as long as you don't necessarily have beef with them, you know, you don't mind them winning. You don't mind them, you know, experiencing some success because, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's hard. It'd be hard it's being cool, a fan man. of certain teams. Yeah, word up. Um, and speaking of teams, my team and the Dallas Mavericks, you know, it doesn't seem to be quite gelled yet with Luka and Kyrie on the floor at the same time. The one thing I can say, though, is it seems like Kyrie has, like, arrived as alpha. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, Luka is now deferring to Kyrie. And you wouldn't have thought that. I mean, granted, yeah, you you have to make the right basketball play and, and all of those different things. But I feel like, I don't know. I I don't want to say he's cowering up, but he definitely defers a lot more than I would have expected him to. I'll say that. I'll say that. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think, I still think that that's going to work because they're too great. And, you know, Jason Kidd is a great coach. And I I see people trying to kill Jason Kidd too. You know, people trying to kill Jason Kidd because of the fact of it not necessarily working the greatest right now. And it's like, yo, bro, they just start like, relax. (laughs) Everybody relax. Like, chill. We'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, niggas sweat niggas love to get on a train boy like <laughs> they love to get on a train <laughs> like bandwagon is crazy it's never been fuller <laughs> of the bullshits <laughs> what what the nigga uh the nigga Corey Hawker call him the bullshit a lot <laughs> <laughs> That's the Corey Hawker. Nigga call him the bullshit a lot. <laughs> Word up. It'd be crazy, man. People just be talking. <laughs> talking loud and saying nothing. <laughs> At all. Word. Word. Um, but yeah, I really didn't have uh anything else, honestly. Uh uh, that's pretty much it. That's all we got. That's what we got for you, baby. That's what we, that's what we even though what we, <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, yeah, them, they start heating up with the bank interviews with math. Yeah, uh, but the Something audio was terrible. 
I think yeah, I don't know what's going on with the audio on there. Y'all gotta nah, fix must, that. What's going on? I don't, they must, I don't lost, they must, must it must have got corrupted from the mic, so they using the camera audio. That's what it sounds right. like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it damn sure do. I'm like, damn. Because the first camera. one don't sound like that. The shit, first clip. All the shits I saw was like how they not supposed to be. The first bank clip? All of the ones that I saw. I don't know what order, you know, he'd be dropping them randomly, but the one that I saw, it wasn't, it was, it was low. The volume was low. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I mean, shout out to Mad Papa, though. Shout out to Bink, um, super producer out of VA, talking a lot of VA politics that, um, it's good to hear those stories. I mean, you don't hear the VA stories. And obviously, I have a certain appreciation for VA. And so, you know, I understand some of the language that they talk. And uh, it's just dope to see. And it's dope to see Bink. You don't see Bink. You don't hear from Bink. <laughs> Bink, you don't hear from Bink. You hear his his beats, but you don't hear him talking and doing interviews. So I think that that's dope. And it'd be dope to see him on Dream Champs, too. Because <clears throat> not for nothing... People can say what they want about Drink Champs, but what Drink Champs does, it creates an environment that you can't get nowhere else. Uh, like, you're never going to be that candid anywhere else. There's nowhere else where you're going to be that candid because the environment is so, like, relaxed. Not even relaxed, but, you know what I'm saying? It's free, it's open, it's, you know, pause. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's chill. Unfiltered. Unforgiven. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Were all of that. It's all of that. It's all of that. Um the, the hood unsung. <laughs> the hood unsung. Oh shit. Damn. Nah. There, is. there you go. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I might, I might, I might, I, gotta, I might be on the song. <laughs> I might have to tweet Norio. <laughs> I might have to tweet Norio. Damn, that's the hood unsung. Damn, yeah, they always be, be like, "Yo, we just want to celebrate our legends." Yeah, you might be on the song. You might be on the song. Yeah, that boy good. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I didn't have uh, anything else left to say. Other than, you know, again, it's another week, another episode, and, you know, we gave y'all more content, which is, of course, our job. We're going to be here each and every week. Every Tuesday, y'all already know the drill. Y'all job is to make sure that y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything, Rico. Yeah, you. Como también nosotros perdonamos A los que nos ofenden Saw love, all Wimbledon with dependent All I have in this world is my flag and my sword I'm on the battlefield with the flag of my lord My shahada is my cantata My heart chakra light up when I make signs that faja Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo Our heavenly father Like Vince Staples said, we just waiting in the water My people out in Flint still bathing in the slaughter Ice out here ripping families apart at the border Satan struck Palestine with yet another mortar Lies from the reporters, ass shots and stripper poles for the eyes of my daughter. Hmm. 
Swing with low, sweet chariot. My train is on schedule, but I had to take the underground railroad like Harriet. Weave the whole industry, every jab I parried it. My cross, I carried it. My crown of thorns to Calvary from Nazareth. The orbit was too wide to calculate the azimuth. The journey was technically unexplainable, hazardous. Rise young gods, all paths lead to Lazarus. The dry bones that lifted up from the valley dust. The prayers of the slaves are the wings that carry us. A field full of dreams is where they tried to bury us. Rico music, Rico music.